Well, hello. Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited. I have a guest, my first guest ever on the Hey Podcast. So we are going to dive right in and we're going to welcome a friend of mine, Karen, and I'm going to say, hey, Karen. Hey, Leanne. How are you? I am remarkable. How are you? I am just as remarkable. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on your show and I'm honored to be your first guest. Yes, I am so excited and I'm honored as well. Um, I have followed you for years. We've known each other for about 13 years. And if people listen to your podcast, they know that we've known each other because I was on your podcast a few weeks ago, Getting Social with Karen. Uh, Yes, you were. Really great podcast about just post-divorce. And now, you know, that's how I know originally how it started was post-divorce. And then you're now transforming it into just life, life as an entrepreneur, life as a mom of three in a new relationship, all those things. So how does that feel to have, and how long have you had getting social? I have had getting social for a year and a half. I believe it launched August or September of 2020 during the, the, the lockdown, the pandemic, it was something that had always been on my mind. And I just, I was all, Hey, I'm going to go for it. It feels the real it feels amazing um i i love i love the platform that i have and it has been a process of watching it evolve but it evolves because i've been evolving and you know it's fun i like it i look forward to it i love it i think it's so great and it's it was super inspiring to me because it is launching this new like relaunching this podcast i dabbled last year and now i'm like like you, I am all in and you kind of inspired me with that because it is completely nerve wracking. It is outside our comfort zones, you know, and this is not what we as 40 something women are like, okay, we'll try this. And it feels like everybody's doing it, but you did it. And I appreciate that you're paving the way for people that know you you know, sometimes you see people and it's like, oh yeah, it probably came easy for, for them, but watching you and knowing you personally for the last 12, 13 years and watching you change. And like you said, evolve as a person, as a business owner and, and transforming to who you are right this moment, which is continually evolving, which is amazing. It's like, oh my gosh, like I know Karen. So this is something that I could potentially do as well. So I think that's so fantastic. And I just want you know, to, I, well, I really appreciate you saying that because honestly, I still have moments of what am I doing? And I was so scared. In fact, I still am scared, but I think being scared actually means that you're pushing yourself and you're growing. So I have to embrace that. And I remind myself of that all the time, like literally all the time, but I going through a divorce and you like, you said, you've known me. Um, You should see I'm doing air quotes here, guys. Um, You've known me and you have known what people probably perceived me as and what I might have had. And so when I went through my very public divorce, I realized people had a narrative of me already. And a lot of people weren't there for me, like I thought. Um, And, you know, relationships ended, friendships ended, and and I really had to start over. And I wish that I had had someone or some something, someone, a podcast to go to, 
to listen to, to say, oh, wait, you know what? You're not alone and it's okay to start over. It's, it's okay that, that you don't know what you're doing sometimes. It, it's okay that you sat on the laundry room floor and cried and in your pile of mess. And it's okay that I took a nap in the middle of the day because I couldn't handle, I needed a break. And, and it's okay to wake up and feel happy and go out on your first date and all those things. So I just really wanted to offer that to others. And the more that I've put myself out there, the messages honestly have been remarkable and, and it encourages me. I love that. And I love what you said. And I think anybody can relate to it, not just a divorce, but even new moms and military spouses and any, anybody can relate to like, we need to know we're not alone. Right. Yeah. There was one important thing that you touched on. And I think really calls to me. And even as a divorcee myself, talk a little bit, if you're comfortable about friendships, because just even without a divorce, friendships change. And it's been on my heart a lot lately, how friendships change and evolve. And, you know, there's the old, and I'm doing air quotes now too, the old (laughs) season, season, you know, all that stuff. And, and even though we know everybody uses that expression, it's still not easy. It's still not easy to, to, for relationships to change, especially friendships that go so deep. And I, and I remember some of your friendships that were so, close. Like you were mm-hmm. very, very, it was like a whole nother family to you. And, right. and so share with the audience a little bit about what that was like and how did you get through that and honor yourself and embrace who you are without having to say, I'm devastated because these people that I trusted and were my confidants and were my people are no longer my people. Oh, to be very honest and to be very real, which I have really tried to do. It hurt. It took me a little bit of of, uh, time to realize and to process, honestly, what was going on in regards to my divorce and losing friends. And you're right, like they were family to me. So for me, it was definitely a process, almost like a grieving process. However, what I have also learned through that, there have been friends that have been with me you know, pre-divorce, post-divorce, that our relationships have changed. And I've realized that's because I've changed. Maybe they've changed. I guess I, what I've learned is, and what I allow myself to do is to feel, to like feel everything that is going on in my heart, in my head, in my body and acknowledge it. And something that I think everybody needs to, to do better at. I really do. And to focus on it, to think about is to, to sit with your feelings, to, to feel your feelings, right. And not to be ashamed of how you feel. At first I was really ashamed and embarrassed that I felt so sad about losing some of my friendships. And I'm like, wait a second, but why these, these were my ride and die. I thought, and I was mad. Like I was really mad. Some people be like, you shouldn't be mad. They're just, you know, that well, it shows who they are. And yeah, it does, but it doesn't take away that I, it hurts. So that's, I really honestly had to go through that process. And what I realized is the the more I would kind of push away my feelings and say, oh, it's fine. Relationships come and go. Friendships come and go. I wasn't honoring myself and how I was feeling and honoring you know what I had to do? I had to honor my friendships with them because at that time in my life, it was great. So I thought, 
we have lots of good memories. Mm-hmm. It's not there anymore. But I honored that and I and then I, I kind of turned the page, turned to the next chapter, and I moved on. And that's honestly, I guess what I ha- I guess we just have to do that one foot in front of the other. And I think you're so right. I feel like there's a stigma that like it has to be like dramatic ending, right? Like friendships right. that have ended. I still so have so much love and respect and an appreciation for what those people have brought to my life, good, bad, or indifferent. And so many people have been like, oh, there must be some like drama or something. No, it just, it just, and, and even myself for a long time, I felt like I had to justify we weren't friends anymore right. and be like, I can't even put my finger on it. Like I couldn't find anything bad to say, but it yeah. just, it just changed. And I think it has to be okay that friendships aren't the same anymore and that we can still love and honor and embrace what we had with those people when we had it. And right. just, you know, and, it, and what, what came to me too, when you were speaking, Karen, and thank you for being so vulnerable with us in the audience of course. was, you know, you live in a small town. Like I've lived in your town. Like, you know, even though we live in San Diego for the listeners, there's parts of California, like Rancho Penasquitos is a small area. Poway is a small area. My kid's father and I were just talking about Rancho Penasquitos this weekend and how kind of sheltered it actually is for the children. Um, and agree that with our college student, but that's a whole nother podcast. Um, <laughs> but living in a small town, I can imagine that you still run into these people. Like you can't just like, okay, have these feelings. And then I'm going to move to the next city or state or whatever. (laughs) Well, I wish I could at times. I'm not going to lie, but a hundred percent. Poway is, it is very insulated. And when I say public divorce, I am not at all trying to be dramatic, but it was because every, that's when I realized, my goodness, everybody knows everybody apparently, or everybody thinks they know everybody. And so (laughs) and their business. Oh, wow. I, I did not realize how small of a place I lived until this happened to be honest. I didn't realize how much time people have on their hands to worry about my business. (laughs) Right. I, I didn't know how many people I was actually married to. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It's like, well, I always have said though, Karen, with all joking aside, but joking, but not joking is, you know what, if they're talking about me, they're leaving somebody else alone that can't handle it. That's true. That's so true. But yes, to answer your question, I do run into my former friends and, you know, I, when I'm with my kids, I say hello, or I smile because I always want to try. I want to try to do the best I can and lead by example. Now, have I removed myself from situations or, you know, not gone to certain events or school activities or things like that, because I know they're going to be there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I needed to do that for myself just through the healing process. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and now I'm definitely, I have put myself back out there <laughs> and, uh, you know, if, if they don't want to say hello, if they, it is what it is at this point. And I don't have the time or energy anymore. And like I said, I appreciated those friendships and I appreciate the memories that we had mm-hmm. and, and now it's done. It, it's yeah. done. And I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a different place. I hope that they're happy and healthy and, and all the things. And I really, truly, honestly do mean that, but you know, I, I'm really happy right now. And I, I absolutely love this. I I love this process. And 
putting myself out there. If I hadn't put myself out there, you and I probably wouldn't have reconnected and been doing this, you know, and like other people. So, so I'm happy. And I just, I'm, you know, like I said, one fin from the other and moving forward and, and trying to be positive as best as I can. I love that. And I love, you know, I love that, that one point where you said, you know, you're recognizing what you need and what you don't need. And you're setting those boundaries for yourself. And you're, you're honoring yourself by saying, you know what, I don't need to be a part of that. Or I do need to, you know, and you're respecting that. And I think like, that's the whole point of this podcast, right? Is to just really be in tune with what we need as individuals and not trying to just fill in, like, what's the expectation and where are we supposed to show up and just what works for us? I love the platform. I love the concept behind your podcast and what you do, because you really have to take inventory of yourself. And I think that what you're doing is reminding so many of us to do that. And it's okay to do it. It It, it is okay. Like that's the, like, stop apologizing. Like it was going to be, you, you know, I told you it was going to be remarkable and unapologetic. And then it just didn't seem like enough, the podcast name. So like, this is what evolved to and it's ever evolving. So who knows, but, right. and, and what, one thing I do love and I want more of, and you are so good at this is celebrating other people and especially women. I feel like we live in a world where we're, you know, critiquing and evaluating, analyzing each other. And especially, unfortunately, as women that we need to celebrate each other. You celebrate me. I celebrate you, the curvy Italian. I mean, you just gave yes. her a huge platform to celebrate her, which, you know, you've now connected her and I, and I think she's phenomenal April. And it's like, what is wrong with us? We talk about all this liberating women and there's still right. such a disconnect in celebrating how well we're putting ourselves out there and embracing who we really are as women. That's it's so true. And does it take us, does it take getting into your forties <laughs> to understand that? Like that's something that I constantly think about. And, and we both have daughters. I, I watch my daughter who's 10 and I, I watch her and I, there's this past year, like school girl drama and she wears this or she thinks this or whatnot. And I think to myself, my God, it starts so young. Mm-hmm. Be nice to each other. Be kind. What is this? What is this catty stuff? Like, and then it, it, it really has made me think and pay attention how women from a very early age start to treat each other. And you're right. There's this whole, there's been the me too, the me too movement. There's, you know, the feminism, all this, but like, really, are we really in our day-to-day lives supporting each other? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't, maybe it took me going through my divorce to figure it out, but honestly, I don't think the answer for me at least would be no. And so that's what I'm really trying to do is you know, I don't care if you're a size two, if you're a size 12, I don't care how much money is in your bank account or what car you drive. Like what kind of person are you and how can we support each other and lift each other up? Like the other stuff is just noise. Well, I think, you know, and it is a shame. Like you said, I I've said, this is my, my fourth time going through middle school because I went through it. And then I have three kids that are in middle, you know, my daughter, right. two sons. And I, it never got easier. Middle school never got easier. <laughs> so I'm about to start it again next year. <laughs> right? so you, you know what I'm saying, but what, you know, I, I always go back to, it starts at home and what are we modeling as parents when it comes to, you know, like, what do you say to your daughter when she has that cattiness? It honestly kind of depends on the situation, but I always go back to 
how we treat each other. And, and it's very simple, actually. What's, our, what's the golden rule? Um, I, I went to a, a Catholic school. I was raised Catholic. It was always about the golden rule, right? Mm-hmm. And I do. I, as simple, and maybe it sounds silly now, but I go back to that. And how would you like to be treated? Exactly. Is what I say to my daughter. And so do you feel the choices you made? How, how does that, does that, does your friend, do you think she feels good? Mm-hmm. No. And, you know, so we go back to that. And I, and I, you know, I don't think it's silly. I think it's something we need to bring back, back to our society as those golden rules, you know, respect, kindness. And I do the same thing to my children is like, how would you feel if somebody did that to you or said that to you or whatever? Right. So, and I think a lot of when you were talking that came through for me was we have to look into ourselves of why that bothers us. I think it's a self-love thing because I know with you working on yourself and me, you know, doing a lot of self-reflection and working on myself and trust me, guys, every day is not for Karen or me or anybody else is not like we wake up like rainbow and butterflies are shooting out of our (laughs) ass. That's not true. We have bad days that we're not our best selves and we own that. I think it's important to own that, but it's like, if you're struggling with celebrating another woman or encouraging another person to live their purpose and to honor and embrace who they are, what's going on inside of you that you can't do that? That is, that's so true. That's so true. Because I noticed the shift in me when I was that person that struggled with myself and my own, you know, looking for validation and my own acceptance I would then like, oh, well, she's got, you know, that many followers or she's got, you know, whatever the case would be, or she's got a killer house and that amazing marriage or whatever. And now I can say with every breath in my body, I don't feel that anymore at all because I'm exactly who I am and I show up and be the best I can be day to day. And, and I want that for everybody else. And I want, like you said, I just be the best person you can be. How did you get to this point? Did you, through your self-reflection, I know you've been working on it and whatnot. Do you feel, or just life? Because I I have a moment where I think, where I know where I'm all, okay, this is, I'm changing and it feels better. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. It's, I got tired of feeling that way. You get tired. Like you get to a point where you're like, I don't like waking up and being exhausted when I just wake up, being afraid to look on my phone and not feel good about myself because of how everybody else is living their lives or be, be sad because I wasn't invited to that thing, or I wasn't included. Right. Or people aren't sharing my posts or whatever. And I just said, you know what? I'm done. I'm over it. I'm, and, and, you know, and that could have been years ago. The I'm done is the mental health illness I'm done and like shutting down. But now it's, I'm done. This is, this is authentically me. And you just, you have to get to a point where you're tired. And most importantly, what am I modeling to my children? Am I modeling somebody that is confident and in love with themselves and is okay with that and love with themselves in a not egotistical way, right? In a way that is, you're still humble and you still know that you are a work in progress and you're okay with that. I love that. I I love that. That's, I remember, I'll give you an example. I, I, it was maybe, I don't know, nine months into my separation divorce and a mom at, at school who I've known for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought she didn't like me. 
So I was, I, I was like, okay, whatever. And we had been talking and I got invited to lunch with her and a couple of people, which I was all, huh, interesting. And she, she told me, she goes, I like you. I like you now since you're not married. And I, I was like, what? And she goes, you just seem so like kind of mad and like pissed off. And I was all, was I bitch? And she's all kind of how you came across. And you know what I realized, Leanne, is I woke up every day trying to survive and make my marriage work or not upset someone or, you know, on eggshells. Right. So I was, I was portraying, I was, I was putting out there this awful vibe, I guess, which I didn't even know because I was too busy trying to survive over here. Mm -hmm. And that's what I noticed about myself where I'm like, I'm so calm. I'm so calm. My house is calm. I'm calm with my kids. I'm different with my friends, which maybe that's why I'm attracted to more these, these friends over here or these, these personalities. And it was so interesting. It was like a light bulb moment for me. Oh my and, yeah. and now it's so cool. Like I literally look around or I like will replay my day and I'm all, I mean, it wasn't a great day, but I was so calm when I handled that situation or, oh, the kids and I had such a great day. There was like a little bit of a hiccup, but man, I nailed that parenting thing or, you know, like, or I don't like, it's just, it's, it's not the weight of the world, the exhaustion, the yucky feeling I had of myself. Well, do you think though, let's, if you really think about it though, Karen, I'm, I'm, I, I love what you're saying. And I think it's great that you celebrate yourself at the end of the day. I think everybody should celebrate themselves at the end of the day, even the littlest win. The little, yeah, the agree. Little, there is no small win in life. Right. So right. I really encourage, especially my 19 year old to celebrate herself by every, cause she is the toughest person on herself. But what's interesting to me though, and without going into any details, because I can relate to that. People meet me very often, not so much now, but back in my, my pre-coaching life <laughs> um, was, wow, I didn't really like you at first, but, but you know what I realized? And I'd be curious and you, it's just a yes or no for you. For, uh, for me, it was, I put up a wall and that wall, because to protect whatever I needed to protect, because I was always afraid if people really got to know the real me, they wouldn't like me or mm. they would learn stuff about me that maybe would, you know, there was shame involved or there was stuff. And, and once they got to know me and granted, I don't know that anybody really even got to know, know, know me, but they would, right. I was still a tough shell. And because I know you and we've shared some of our stories is it would be interesting to know just by yes or no, is if some of that was a wall that you put up to protect yourself. 100% yes. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, that's the thing is once we can, and that, you know, oh my gosh, there's so many content ideas coming from this conversation, but that's <laughs> the thing is, is like, we stop ourselves from being vulnerable because of the fear of what other people think of us. Yeah. You it's, know, or of our situation exactly. that we're in, you know, cause I was married and in, you know, in the military community and that's a small community and well, I'm married again, but my previous marriage, and it was very facade, you know, it was like, you had to put that up. And that was even the way it was when I was growing up with my parents, like they were involved in the church 
And everybody, when my parents got divorced, they were like, what? You were like the cleavers. And I'm like, oh no, but we didn't talk right. about it. We didn't share. I mean, so is that right. something you can relate to as well? Oh, a hundred percent. My, I was just telling someone recently, my mom, it was all about your outside look appearance, right? And nothing that happened inside the house could be shared. So we had to, you know, look the part, play the part, even though it was hard, uh, what things that, you know, were going on inside our home. And what I realized is, so I played the part later in life mm-hmm. in my marriage and in the role I had in the community. And that's what I learned at home as a child. And that's something that I, I've real, I've realized that, you know, I, I hope it's not too late with my kids, but I, I know that uh, they're getting a much more authentic mom. Yeah, absolutely not too. I don't think it's ever too late. I don't, I don't think it's ever because here I am living on a property with my mom and you know, there was a lot of intense, it was an intense relationship for a really long time. And here I am in my forties and she's in her seventies and where there's a healing still happening. So I still, I don't think it's ever too late to improve as a person and own it and be better. And especially right. my kids were eight, five, and three when their dad and I split off, split up. And there's plenty of time still that I'm like, you know what? I'm not my best self. And I own that. And, you know, and I think that's important for them to see as parents. So I, I commend you for stepping up to the plate, recognizing where things need to change and making those adjustments because it's generational patterns that need to be broken. Yeah, I agree with you. I I agree with you a hundred percent. And it is, it's patterns. And, and I think I think what you just said is you own it. Mm-hmm. And and that is something that I have embraced so much over the past few years is, yeah, I, yeah, I had a bad day. Yeah, I probably dropped a couple bad words in front of my kids more than usual. <laughs> um, I I learned how to pay my bills on and because um, I hadn't had to do it for a long time. And oops, I forgot to pay the electric bill. And you know what? I own it. Like it could be so simple or, Hey, I own it. I made my bed every day this week, you know? And Um, I love that. I saw that post yesterday. I want more (laughs) of that because honestly, people don't realize that making your bed, when I started dating my husband, he didn't make his bed ever. Really? Oh my gosh. You know? And that was one thing that my mom, yeah, no, didn't do dishes, didn't make bed. He's a bachelor in his thirties. He didn't need to. Right. And I was like, oh gosh, no. And my mom did instill that us in, in a young age. Like it's just your way to set your day is just that one. And I read that even too. And then I love that you posted it because it's so true. And I did a poll a couple of weeks ago and I was surprised that some people are like, why bother? And I'm like, you know, there's no judgment at all, but it would be interesting to see, like, if you started making your bed every day, it's one thing that you're like, wow, I accomplished that. And and that, that may be the only thing you do and celebrate it. Right. And I get back in bed and I'm like, it's warm. It's cozy. It's fresh. It feels fresh. You know, know, my mom, my mom did the same thing. She instilled like you make your bed every day and there is something to be said. It just sets your, the tone of your day. I feel a little bit more organized, maybe the rest of my life or my closet's not, but Hey, my bed is made. Hey, you've been putting that closet for years, Karen. I've been watching that journey of the closet. (laughs) That closet's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) That is a whole nother podcast. That could probably be a show. And right now have its own Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right now it is. Oh God. Yeah. We're that's a whole nother story. (laughs) 
So, but my bed is made daily. (laughs) The closet is a whole nother honor and embrace yourself situation. You know what? You're right. That is my little piece of the world that it can be chaotic, messy, whatever. And that's fine with me. (laughs) You know, we laugh, but I think it is important. It's important for people to say, it's okay. It's okay that you have one area, like my desk is messy. My desk, when I've always worked places, it's always been messy. And I'm like, but that's just, I mean, it feels good when I clean it, but it doesn't happen every day. And I think we joke, but I think that's important to talk to our listeners and say, you know what, you're going to have, don't put the expectation too high on yourself. Again, celebrate your wins. And then if your closet is your one place where, you know, we all got skeletons in the closet. Right. So it's funny <laughs> that you're using the closet. But if your closet's your one place that you can be just chaotic and that's just the one place, even though it probably does drive you nuts and you want it to be this perfect organized thing, you're like, mm-hmm. you release it and just say, but that's not the priority today. You know, it's not, it's funny that you bring that up because I was in my closet today looking for something to wear. I couldn't find a shirt. And I was, I was beating myself up like, Oh, and then I'm like, how I compared myself to Instagram and I'm all those Instagram influencers and the, everything, even their makeup drawers and this and that. And I'm all, I don't, how, how do I do that? I don't have time for that. And blah, 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 blah. And then I just I literally told myself, take a deep breath. Good. Okay. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling frustrated. It's all right. I wanted to look cute for the podcast. <laughs> And you did. and I, and thank you. And I was all calm down. It's all right. Don't compare yourself to Instagram. You know better than that. And I took a deep breath. And you know what? I didn't find my shirt, but I was like, oh, I actually found this jacket that I hadn't seen in a while. I was like, oh yeah, look at this. And I'm 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 loving it. So it's fine. <laughs> no, I love it. And it you know, and I love that you checked in with yourself. You checked in with the emotions that you're having, and you just released it instead of spiraling into this whole, you know, limiting beliefs. And there's, you know, so many things that start to happen in our mind and you have done the work that, you know, okay, this is not going down a good path. We need to stop right here, (laughs) pull over and check in and say, okay. You know, the, um, the phrase, like, don't sweat the small stuff. Mm -hmm. It's really true. And it's taken me, uh, it took me almost 44 years to figure that out. But yeah, like what, what am I, what am I worried about? A shirt? Come on, Karen. But that's when I have learned to check in with myself, be like, what's really bothering you or what's, what's going on. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Cause I'm a little anxious. I want to look cute for the podcast. I want to feel, you know, I was excited yeah. and I'm like, oh, okay. So I think what I had to do first was don't like really I'm freaking out about a shirt. Come on, you know? And so, yeah, don't sweat the small stuff really, honestly, to your audience. Don't sweat the small stuff. It is, you know, I mean, it's fine. And we hear it so much as moms, you know, we hear it so much as moms that like, you know, you forget teacher appreciation week. We just came off of that. Or you, you know, you forget to give your kid a jacket when they go to school or they forget their jacket and you feel bad, you know, and it's like, you know what? Nobody's dying. Nobody's dying. And it's going to be okay. It is. It it really is. You know, I'm not a Pinterest mom, Leanne. I'm I'm a Pinterest fail. (laughs) I have tried the girl. Let me tell you. I have, I have tried. I've, 
I'm very sorry to a couple of the teachers when I was room mom because I don't know what I was doing, but I tried, you know, and I, I tried and then I acknowledge I'm like, I'm not a Pinterest mom. And you know what? That's okay. I am a really good Amazon mom that I will click, order it, boom, done. And that is okay. I know my strengths. <laughs> I love it. Yes. And that's honoring yourself and embracing 100%. it. 100%. People like, this is who I am. Love it. Leave it. I don't care. So I love that. So Karen, what, I mean, do you, we covered a lot of great stuff. I think, I hope that people listen through, through the whole thing, because there's so many different topics we covered, but did we cover like what you want to share with people about honoring and embracing yourself? What would you tell your younger self or what would you really want to tell people when it comes to honoring and embracing yourself? If those people that are really struggling, listening, going, I have no idea what these two ladies are talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I hope they're not thinking that, you know, I've thought about this and what I would tell my younger self and, and what I hope I've put out there is life, life is a roller coaster. Um, there's ups and downs, there's highs and lows, friendships come and go, but you know what? I would tell my younger self to embrace it and to learn and to feel and not so much pressure. Don't compare yourself, right? Honor yourself. I wish I had learned how to honor myself, to respect myself, to love myself is ultimately what it comes down to. I wish I had, I wish I had embraced that and accepted myself a lot earlier, a lot younger in life. Um, because I think things would have been a lot more enjoyable and I would have been able to live in the moments a lot more, you know, all my kids want me to do when we're at a pool, they don't care what size I am. They don't care if I have stretch marks because I first them. they just want me to jump in the pool and get my hair wet and play with them. And I wish I had had the confidence and, and loved myself sooner. And, and I, I hope that your audience takes this podcast and, and, Here's what we have to say and and just takes a little time and to love themselves. It goes a long way. I love that because, and, and not apologize for it because when we honor and embrace ourselves, the right people will be attracted to us. And then the wrong people will self-select to be out of our lives. Right. Yeah. Right. So we need to stop apologizing for who we are, be who you are and just love it because I, as everybody that follows me know, I'm a Christian and I believe we were intentionally all put here for a reason and uniquely made, and we have to stop denying it and using filters and, and trust me, I love a good filter. So I'm not, I'm not saying not to ever, but you know, use, utilize what you have and embrace that instead of trying to be the next Kim Kardashian, who I also love the Kardashians. I think they're, they actually do to me stay true to who they are. You know, even though they do the plastic surgery, they're like, we are right. who we are. Love us, hate us. I don't know, they're making millions because they are who they are. And yeah, so, I, I tune in. Right. So just embrace who you are. And if you don't like who somebody is, then just turn the channel. You know, it's okay too. I love that. Just turn the channel. You're, <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm going to thought up here in my brain. I'm gonna use it. I love that. If people want more of you, Karen, um, because I can never get enough of you. I I just adore you and I love that you're a guest on my podcast. And I know that we're gonna do more of this. How do they find you? How do they follow you? How do they connect with you? Share with our audience how to do this. So you can find me on the gram on Instagram at Karen Frisbee. It's K-A-R-Y. 
F-R-I-S-B-Y. And my podcast, Getting Social with Karen, you can find me on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Music, pretty much anywhere you can download a podcast. So yeah, you please When do follow. your podcast episodes come out? Every Wednesday, um, every, yeah, midweek. What do, you, so, what do you have uh, this week? What do you have coming out tomorrow? So it's a Mother's Day. Actually next week. Oh, okay. That's right. So actually next week, on the 18th. You'll just have to, you'll have to stay tuned. Oh boy. <laughs> it's a cliffhanger. I love it. And Well, Karen, I am so grateful for you. I'm so excited for both of our journeys and where we're both going and that we get to do this remarkable life together. Um, anything else you want to share before we, we send our audience off for the, the rest of their day? You know, I just really want to say thank you so much. I really appreciate you asking me again to be your first guest. Um, I am thrilled for you. I'm excited. You inspire me, like I said, in my my podcast. And I just appreciate being on this journey and supporting each other and and your support. So um, go get them. Congratulations on the relaunch of your podcast. And um, I'm just really excited for you. So um, listeners, audience, please tune in weekly for Leanne because she's, you are, you are remarkable Leanne. So I'm like, I said, I, I could probably just keep going, but I'm oh, thrilled for you. Thank you friends. Well, this is Karen and I signing off for today. And we just want to tell you have a remarkable day. You are remarkable and you got this. Thanks for taking time to listen to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I would love for you to leave a review. It helps other people like you find this podcast more easily. Hit the subscribe button and you'll never miss a future episode of Honor and Embrace Yourself. Thanks again for listening. And remember, you are remarkable.